Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. The state is taking interest in carbon credits and how to help farmers looking to get into the carbon market. This is one of the topics brought up in our regular conversation with Representative Travis Trannell, chair of the Assembly Agriculture Committee. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And before we talk about some of the nuances in the egg industry, I ask him to update us on some already passed legislation. He tells us where we're at on the money trail for the Agricultural Road Improvement Program. The $150 million was approved in June to go toward improving roads and bridges that farmers rely on. Representative Trannell says the Department of Transportation is putting together the spending plan for that money. From what we can tell so far, it looks like uh, DOT is definitely following uh, what our intent was. Uh, They shared with us some of their draft proposals. I think what people might be most interested in Uh, when is this money going to get out the door? And it looks like what they're considering doing is uh, doing two separate rounds of funding. And and they're considering opening up the first round in January uh, with a due date for those applications of March 15th, 2024. And then uh, from there, uh, the committee, which was part of the legislation to determine who's going to be on the committee because we wanted to make sure that it was people that had an interest and knowledge of agriculture and what agricultural actually needs. Uh, So those people are going to be on the committee just like we wanted, and the committee is going to make its announcements uh, at the end of May in 2024 for the first round. And then they're going to do the same process, open it up for a second round. The second round applications will be due uh, in the middle of August, and then they're going to make the announcements at the end of October in 2024. So So far, I would say our office is pleased with the direction that DOT is headed, and uh, we're also pleased with the dates that it looks like they're considering proposing because, again, we want to get this money out the door. We also want to get an idea for the level of need because I believe that the level of need is way greater than $150 million, Uh, but in order to fix any problem, you have to start somewhere. So it would be my hope that Uh, there's a lot of interest in this program. You know, if you're listening and you're a farmer and you're on your town board, definitely be paying attention to this stuff. uh, Because if if the program is oversubscribed to, uh, there's no saying that, you know, come our next biennial budget that we can't uh, try to continue to fund this program. And Representative, it's not just farmers who rely on these rural roadways and county roadways. It's also everyone in the food supply chain. And this leads me to my next topic. I wanted to ask you about milk hauling permits. I know some of our dairy cooperatives have been asking for more flexibility for milk haulers. I see the Assembly Agriculture Committee is looking at that proposal. What can you tell me about uh, if, if this is a possibility, if there can be heavier loads of milk on the road? Yeah, certainly uh, as farmers uh, become larger and uh, fuel prices continue to increase and labor markets are obviously very tight, uh, we need to make sure that we have as much efficiency uh, not only on the farm side but throughout the entire supply chain. And so there is a piece of legislation that deals with uh, permits for overweight uh, trucks 
and that did get referred to the Agricultural Committee, and we are intending on hearing that piece of legislation. And uh, my thought would be that uh, I would think that the committee would look favorably upon that because, again, we recognize uh, the challenges of not only the farmers themselves, but also the people that are transporting uh, this product. They are just dealing with lots and lots of challenges, and they need to run uh, their businesses as efficiently as they possibly can. And that would be our goal, to make sure that that can happen. And when it comes to business efficiencies, Representative, I know you've also been staying on top of what's happening in other states that could impact Wisconsin businesses, some of these being Proposition 12 in California. This requires other states to comply with some animal building and capacity requirements in order to sell products there. Why is this something that you're paying attention to? Yeah, we actually uh, authored a resolution with uh, Senator Jesse James. Uh, that does exactly that, brings attention to what some of these other states are doing. And some sometimes as farmers, uh, we're guilty of not necessarily paying attention to what other states do. And we're equally guilty as, uh, I don't want to say that we don't care, but we might not realize why it's going to affect us. And so what California did with Prop 12, uh, they basically said, uh, we're going to come up with rules and if you don't follow our rules, then you can't sell your product in our state. And California is obviously a very populous state, so a lot of uh, what we do in Wisconsin finds its way to California and is purchased and consumed by a California resident. So, for example, California could come up with something that's not supported by the agricultural uh, industry, not supported by science or veterinary medicine, Uh, could be totally off the wall and crazy. Like uh, they could say uh, you have to let your calf on the cow, for example. You can't separate it. And if you don't do that, then we're not interested in purchasing your products. Obviously, that would be a major concern uh, for the state of Wisconsin. And so we're just trying to bring attention uh, to the fact that some states are going down this road, and we want to make sure that our farmers understand uh, why it matters to them. So you're raising awareness, but do you think that any action needs to be taken from the policy level to provide uh, some safety or or some assurance? Well, unfortunately, from the state side, specifically Wisconsin, we can't really tell California what they can and can't do. And so ideally, at some point, you would like to think that the federal government would step in and act and say that you can't do this because it violates the Interstate Commerce Clause. But uh, they have not done that. And so our, our hands, from what we can do to affect the rules and regulations that California puts in place, uh, they're really tied. But the state legislature is looking at having control over our own domain. The last time we talked, you told me foreign land ownership in Wisconsin is getting a closer look by the Assembly Agriculture Committee. More than one bill had been brought to your attention. Have you made any progress yet on putting together one piece of legislation that could move forward? We are definitely still working on that. Uh, As you allude to, it's a very complex issue. more complex, unfortunately, than what people realize. And a lot of that complexity comes from the fact that there are a lot of U.S. agricultural interests in other countries. And so we have to be very careful uh, when we go down this path to make sure that anything we do doesn't have a negative effect on some of the interests that we have overseas. And so 
It's my hope that we are relatively close to coming up with a piece of legislation that will be ready to be heard by the committee, and uh, definitely would hope that we can do that, if not uh, yet this calendar year, certainly in the first part of next year. And finally, Representative, as I alluded to at the beginning of this interview, the carbon conversation has made it to the state capitol. Tell us exactly why you feel that the state should be involved or engaged in carbon markets or carbon credits and what exactly your committee is proposing. We heard a bill that was quite interesting. We're going to actually ask DATCAP to set up a carbon calculator because we believe after having several meetings and talking with lots of stakeholders, in the future when you sell milk or you sell a bushel of corn, whoever you're selling that to today, take corn for example, whoever you're selling that bushel of corn to today, they will pay you a certain amount of price for the bushel of corn. But in the future, they might ask, how did you produce that corn? Did you no-till? How much fertilizer did you use? How much chemical did you use, etc.? And they're going to have a calculation that they're going to use to determine what they're willing to pay you for that bushel of corn. What I'm concerned with as a farmer is that farmers are going to have no idea how they are coming up with that calculation, and they're also not going to know who's getting the value out of the way that you are producing that product. And so the bill that we heard, the, the best explanation that I heard, everybody that's listening is very familiar with Kelly Blue Book. If you have a car that you're thinking about buying or selling, you plug something into Kelly Blue Book and it spits out a value. We envision a calculator like that where you could just go to a DATCAP website. So it would be a independent website. You wouldn't have to worry about whether or not whoever you're selling the product to is trying to make a buck off you or not. You would put in how you raised your product, and it would give you a relatively accurate idea of what you should be getting paid for the practice that you did. And I think that's going to become super important as we move forward because there is going to be a lot of money to be made uh, with all of the attention that's being paid to climate change. He says the Assembly Agriculture Committee is hoping to draft a bill before the end of the year. Representative Travis Trannell chairs that committee. He joins us with a regular update on what's happening in the state capitol that directly impacts Wisconsin farmers. Carbon credits is just a piece of the conversation. As we heard, state lawmakers are also looking at foreign land ownership and milk hauling flexibility. Representative Trannell is also looking forward to the Department of Transportation unveiling that application program for the agriculture Cultural Road Improvement Program. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long.